What's up, people? I am so excited to tell you about NordVPN, okay? Because I travel all the time, whether it's on a cruise ship, another country, a military base. And now sometimes I can't watch the UFC because where I'm at doesn't have it. Well, now I can because NordVPN makes it so that I can watch the UFC from different territories via streaming. It lets you change your computer's location to come from anywhere in the world. How cool is that? You might be wondering, what's a VPN? Okay, I know I was. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And it's a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online. It uses it, it creates an encrypted tunnel for your data. It protects your online identity by hiding your IP address. It allows you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. Yes, so no one will track you or hack you, yada, yada. No one likes to be watched or tracked. I don't. Even if you have nothing to hide, still, we want our privacy, which is why it's important to step up your privacy game. Whether you're browsing through a VPN, when you are doing that, okay, your traffic is encrypted so that no one can see what you're doing online, all right? I know a lot of our listeners like to, you know, be private. I've met some of you guys, and I can understand why. Here are a few reasons why you need a VPN, okay? Use public Wi-Fi regularly. You want to access your content. You want to stay safer online. And you're an avid gamer. So you get your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash roasted. You can get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus four months for free. That's the best deal ever, right? It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I am so pumped because now I can watch the fights from wherever I am. Because so many times I'm like trying to watch the fights and I'm like, it's the most frustrating thing ever. Well, now my life is going to change thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN, check it out. Highly recommend. You'll be thanking me later. Let me bang you, I do let you bang. Let me bang you, man. I let you bang. I let you bang. Greetings, Marriage of Virgins. Go for Jesus. No for Jesus, people. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. It's me and McCorkle. Sorry, we've been gone for a couple weeks. It's been a uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks, man. Sean, how are you? I'm terrible. How are you? <laughs> well, what's the matter? Oh no, man. I'm just <clears throat> getting ready to go on that trip to Germany. So it's been a uh, it's just a nightmare, man. It's to fly from Indianapolis to Germany is like sixteen hundred dollars, but if you go from Chicago to Germany, it's like eight hundred dollars. So, but if you want to fly Indianapolis, Chicago, which is only a 30 minute flight, then they want to hit you for like $400. So they're like trying to get you every way coming. So, so you, drive to, you drive to uh, Chicago, leave your car. Yeah. Leave your car at 35 bucks a day is what they'll hit you for parking. So now what I'm going to do is rent a car, drive it up there, drop the rental car, fly there, fly back, rent another car, drop it in Indy. They're going to hit me for drop off charges one way. Either way, there's like no way to beat it. Like I've tried, I'm pretty good at beating the system. There's no way to beat them. Is your is your girl going with you? Yeah. Yep. That's the problem. 
Uh, you, you don't have family to give you a lift or a friend or? Uh, I mean, to Chicago from my house and traffic would be four hours each way. So okay. nobody wants to drive eight hours to, you know, do that. And then they gotta drive eight again to come get me. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's like they, they rob you no matter what you do, you get robbed. Like it doesn't, it's one way or another. It's uh, you get robbed either way. Then you go to, they told me, by the way, um, there's going to be a 3% tax on anything I charge overseas. Well, that procedure is going to be 20 grand. So you're going to hit me for 3% of that, um, you know, or whatever. So that, there's another 600 bucks they're robbing me for. Like, it's just, oh. it's just, dude, it's just thing after thing after thing. It'll be worth it, man. If your quality of life improves and your back gets better, it'll be worth it. Or if it doesn't, then I just blew a bunch of money. So there's always that possibility too. So well, well, I, I told you this on text, but I, I didn't tell everyone on the podcast. So I've had a crazy couple of weeks. Um, first, I did a show in uh, where was I? I was in Minnesota. Like at, this guy just wants to start doing comedy. Nice guy. Right? This this guy, he was like he was a semi pro. He still plays semi pro football, which I guess you, you play but you don't get paid. But it's like. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I don't know if that's actually pro, but it's a semi-amateur football. And then he's a, and then he was a wrestler in college. Cool guy, big guy, picked me up. So I do the show and it's packed. And um, I mean, you know, a couple hundred people, but as, as, much, as many people as I could, I could fit in the place. And right. there's, a, there's a guy, a blind guy, right? So then the guy gets, he's got these big thick glasses, gets up to go to the bathroom. So right away I go, oh man, you know, I'm not doing well. And by the way, I'm doing very well at this point, but I'm like, man, I'm having a rough set. This guy would rather leave and look at nothing, right? So the fucking crowd, the crowd starts laughing. And then he gets up and comes back and I could tell he's, he's kind of enjoying it. So he sits down, I'm like, hey, you having a good time? And, and, he, and he, he was very soft-spoken. He said, yes. And I, I said, I said, what? And then some lady sitting next to him goes, he said, yes, asshole. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> so right away I'm like is this your daughter like I thought maybe it was his daughter right she's like no you need to have respect for people with disabilities you need to respect the handicap and I was like what are you seeing I Karen right, right. so then people are, <laughs> turns out so then like she gets up and leaves and he's laughing at everything right so uh <laughs> I was like sir what what's going on and then the woman next to him goes oh that's my daughter and she's got you know she's very sensitive so this is like during the show and the crowd's laughing, but now it's getting like awkward. Like, and right, right. away, and now I can't like focus on anything but this. Like, cause right away, like there's nothing else I can. So now I'm like, oh, I'm in a hole. Like I gotta fucking dig myself out of this hole, right? So I'm like laughing and laughing. I'm like, sir, just so you know, even though your friend hates me, she was a beautiful Chinese woman, right? So now everyone, and she was white, of course. So was, everyone's fucking going ballistic, right? So right. at the end of the show, She's back. And it turns out that's the owner, that's the owner's girlfriend. The guy that picked me up that was driving me around. That oh, was her. <laughs> and I guess her mom brought him there. And she's like, just you know, this blind guy is your biggest fan. He knows all your jokes, right? So right. I sit down with them. We, we start talking. Nice guy. I'm like, what do you do for work? And he's like, Oh, I sort mail at the post office. So I'm like, of course you do, right? Right. And, and then me and the woman made up. And uh, now she heckles me. Like every time I post something, she's like, have some class, you fucking asshole. I, like, so, so we're like friends. So that was right. that was two weeks ago. Then I go on a cruise, right? Um, and I'm writing the MMA awards, which is a whole nother thing we'll talk about. But it's like, dude, this cruise left from Long Beach to Hawaii. It's a, it's a 12 day, it's a two week cruise. But they only have the comics on for four days. So 
normally I get to go to the islands. It's the best part of the cruise is like being in Belize or Mexico. This one literally just went four days to Hawaii and then flew me out of Hawaii. So I was just on in, on the ocean for four days. Like I didn't get to go anywhere. Yeah, that sucks. Dude, and it was so rocky. Everyone, people, half the crowd's throwing up. Like I'm on stage just fucking rocking back and forth. And the other, one of the other comics on there threw up. So I had to do his set. I mean, not, I didn't do his act, but I like had to cover for his time. Right. And then, uh, and then there's a, a woman named Thea Vidal, black woman, who's like, she used to have a TV show called Thea. She's one of the first comics I've ever seen. Def Jam. She's been like, and it was a, a very mostly black people on the crowd. So they, I mean, they, they loved her anyway. She's a murderer, but they really loved her. Right. So right. they put me on right after her. Like normally the shows are like hours apart. So literally she's on stage and she's like, guys, I got to get going. And the crowd's like, boo, no, stay. And meanwhile, I got to go fucking next, right? And then she goes, nah, I got to go, but uh, I'll be selling CDs in the back of the room. So during my set, she's fucking <laughs> selling CDs. <laughs> this is Master P? Like, what is she? She's slinging CDs like on a cruise ship? Like, what is going on? Dude, I got it like the first six minutes was rough. Then I got them, but I was like, fuck. I mean, dude, then I'm like, this is like been then. Then they booked me. This guy sees me and he's like, at this cannabis capital show, where I do the show where it's like sponsored by marijuana, where literally mm -hmm. you want to go first because everyone gets so fucking high by the third comic. No one knows where they are, like including the comics, right? I didn't know marijuana sponsored people. That's, that's I need to see if I can get in on that. Just say, hey, is anybody, is any marijuana want to sponsor me? So this guy booked me for a Christmas party. He's like, I own this strip call called the library, right? right. So, and they, they just went to Vegas, right? And he's like, we're having a $10,000 uh, dance competition, like pole dancing competition. We want you to do comedy for 20 minutes before the competition starts, right? right. I'm like, this is a great idea. Like, but they, they're like, I'm going to be in Vegas anyway. They offered me some, it was good money. Dude, so I, I get there. No one knows this comedy. Nobody wants comedy. Like everyone, people brought their friends. It's $10,000, right? And then I go in the back where the guys like gives the speech to the girls, right? There's right. 75 girls and me, right? They're all looking at me like, I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, Is it like an Al Pacino any given Sunday speech? Is he back there like pumping them up ready for, <laughs> we'll get them inch by inch up that pole. Right? They're like, this is Vegas. So after you're done stripping, if you want to work, uh, you can work here uh, after the, the dance and you can get money. Uh, it's $60, a dance song in the back, $300. Uh, you can go topless anytime you want. Uh, I would recommend going topless on the stage. You, you have one song. It's all these rules, right? Um, like most good group clubs, they have a lot of rules. Like a lot of called the library. They should have had a reading contest for ten thousand dollars and see if anybody can. That's, that's what I said. I go this place called the library. I don't think one person here has ever read a book. That's right, yeah, so, the irony is killing me, dude. I go on right, so I go on. They announce me. They're like, hey, before we, everyone's ready for the contest. Who wants to see some titties? Fucking ten thousand dollars. But first, we got a guy telling jokes, right? So they fucking bring me on there. This is literally last day. Dude, I get a cordless mic. It cuts out every third word. Every fucking... So I'm like, hey, how's it? You ever call your ex... Like, like literally fucking... Not, I, not one joke. Not one... I go on. I go, I will give $10,000 to get the fuck off the stage. 
right. Dude, this went so fucking bad. I mean, people were like, I started making fun of people, but like, there was so then at the end, like after 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like, dude, the strippers are like rooting for me. Like people felt bad for me. When, when strippers feel bad for you, like, yeah. you know, you know, it's going bad, right? And then I didn't even realize it's, it's live streaming. So my wife is watching every move. I don't know how. She's like, oh, hope you're having fun. <laughs> it's on Instagram. She's like, hope you're having fun at the bar right now. I go, how the fuck? So I think she has like fucking a mole or something. I'm looking around like, who the fuck is texting my wife? Like, so then, dude, so then like, so I, I, I like get off. Like then the fucking DJ starts heckling me, right? So then he's like, all right, man, uh, we're going to wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up, like wrap it up. I told like six jokes. I, I couldn't get through any of them. So I'm like, all right, guys. And then he starts talking over me and then plays na 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 na. Hey, like it's a, like I'm at the fucking Apollo. Like this fucking dude. That sounds amazing to, to be there anyway, to see. I was just sitting there thinking the irony was crazy. They could only understand every third word you were saying. I was like, just like a real library. They could probably only understand every third word they read. So it worked out. It went, so then I go to the bar and some girl like has talking to me and she's like, hey, you know, she goes, uh, you want to lap dance? And I'm like, oh, I'm here working. She's like, uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to dance. She goes, I don't give dances. I give experiences. Huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then she's like, she's a, she's a black woman. She's like, you ever had a black girl? I'm like, I start walking away from her. She says, I go, stop following me. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> then, then the other girl, I, she's like, um, hey, I just want to let you know I'm a professional escort, right? So yeah. I thought she said I'm a professional squirter, right? I'm a so I'm like professional squirter. Like I don't know there was a there was a pro squirting. <laughs> Are you sure you're not semi-pro like that football player? Dude, wow. <laughs> Dude, I was supposed to go up there and announce the winners. They just paid me and told me to leave. Like literally. <laughs> I didn't even announce the winners. Uh, I was more than happy to fucking to not do that, dude. So that was. So uh, we'll never know who won the ten grand, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll forever, we'll forever have to wonder. <laughs> dude, it was ridiculous. Uh, then my friend, my friend Kara Bataro, who's a fighter, came. She was there to support her friend. She's like, "I'm coming to your show Tuesday. I'm bringing all the strippers. And every time you say Kara, we're all gonna flash." I'm like, "This never fucking happened." when i was single ever like mm -hmm. literally ever fucking like mm -hmm. this is just dude this has been uh but she's probably not gonna come uh but um <laughs> dude then like i'm writing the mma awards right so this time i'm writing every sketch every fucking sketch i gotta write every the whole monologue so i, I talked to uh i'm not even supposed to say this but i talked to uh chris barnett right uh chris barnett right. Beast Boy, and i'm like hey mm -hmm. man so i'm like okay what could be funny you know, he's, he, he used to be a professional dancer. He's a professional break dancer. He was a battle dancer and he's hilarious. Why don't we have him do Lizzo? Like there's a Lizzo song. I write the whole fucking song. He's like, yo, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in dog. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Right. I'm like, okay. Uh, I write it. He's like, yo, this is hilarious. Do I got to sing this? I'm like, no, we got a professional singer. Like the all about the cake video, this and that with Cormier I did. So then um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Then I can't find him. I mean, which is hard to find. Like you can't miss that guy, but you can't, I can't right. find him. Right. Can't find him. So I'm like, fuck, now I have this song. So I call DC. I call, I'm like, hey, man, um, I wrote this song. You'd be perfect. It's for Lizzo. Dude, the fucking awkwardness on that call. Like, 
So, so he didn't get mad about the chicken one, but Liz was too much for him. That was dude. He just it was just nothing, right? So then I'm like, he's like, yo, I'll call you back, man. He never called me back, right? So then I, I call Henry, right? And I'm like, there's a song called The World's Smallest Violin, right? So I had the world's smallest champion, and I wrote a whole fucking thing. And I help Henry a lot with his tweets, if you know what I'm saying. A lot. So right. he's like, anything you need, anything. So we can't find Henry, right? He's in fucking Chechnya with that dictator shooting fucking rifles uh, right. and like bullets I mean, and like rocket launchers with Justin Gaethje and Usman, right? So then right. he doesn't have time for this, right? So right. Yeah, he's busy shooting, shooting rockets with a warlord. That makes sense. I can understand why that would be a problem. So then I call uh, Luke, Luke Rockhold and he's like, so I write a song for him and he's like, yeah, man, I'm in. Then he's like, no. So now I'm with him. So then I, I, then he's like, yo, uh, it was about mushrooms. And he's, so then I ha have Rashad. Rashad thinks I'm making fun of him. So then I, he goes and asks Cowboy. Cowboy did a fucking kick-ass job. You saw, right? Yeah, yeah. Cowboy killed it. And then I wrote a real, and then Dean Thomas did a really fucking thing. I got one for Don Fry, which was fucking great, except of course his Wi-Fi didn't work. So he had to go to a professional right. studio. And, and yeah. then the, the fucking producer comes on the screen. He looks at the picture and he goes, you look like the valedictorian in a gay website. <laughs> <laughs> and then i wrote the i, I wrote the thing so anyway that's that man so uh that's and now mm -hmm. i brought my daughter to vegas with me so we literally just came from the uh, museum and i'm like so i'm like my dad came so like literally i'm at the strip club last night looking for like fun things to do with kids in vegas like this is what i'm doing at a fucking strip and then this girl came up to me right one of the girls and she's like fucking jacked she's 24 year old 20, I mean, really pretty girl and I'm like, oh, yeah, you look like a gymnast. She's like, oh, I was an Olympian gymnast. And my parents homeschooled me. Uh, I went to a professional gymnast school. I, I made the Junior Olympics. I made this. And now she's trying to, and now she's pole dancing. And uh, yeah. I couldn't help think, like, man. Like, <laughs> Usually strippers are paying for college, not for homeschool, <laughs> Olympic, whatever. But, you know. It, uh, oh, dude, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was one after another, man. Did you watch the fights? No, I didn't know there were fights. Who fought? All right, so I'll give you an update. So Kevin Holland. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, I did see part of that one. Dude, so that was a great fight. It was probably the fight of the year. Um, Kevin Holland, man, like, uh, it's like what makes him great also, like, ends up, like, leading to his losses because he's such a stubborn guy. He literally was yeah. like, "I'm. it's just going to do nothing but stand up. No, no wrestling, no grappling, right? Which would have been great if you're not fighting the greatest kickboxer in the history of fucking the UFC or the best karate guy. Like, right? Literally, his corner during the fight says, "This is an MMA fight." But like, that's not something your corner should tell you during a fight. <laughs> I think that he must he must have said no wrestling in his last fight too, because it didn't look like he had any wrestling against a. Uh... Cow's not either. But, uh... but so he ends up losing to fucking Wonderboy <laughs> to a fight that I think he could have won if he just, I mean, what's the point of having a black belt in jujitsu if you're not going to use it? Like, yeah. Didn't, didn't he break his hand though? Didn't they stop it for an injury or something? He, dude, he was getting fucking lit up. Like that mm -hmm. last, like it was target practice. Like it looked like Wonderboy was going for, how could I get a spinning wheel kick uh, highlight? Cause he was going, he went for like nine spinning, like it looked like a Rocky movie 
where Rocky's getting the shit beaten out of him, except at the end, he just gets the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> they, just, they just stop the fight. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a Rocky movie. <laughs> at the end, he completely lost. Dude, it was like, uh, but I think, I don't understand. Like you have the, you have such a reach advantage, such a grappling advantage. Wonder Boy, his one weakness is grappling. Why would you, I mean, you think, what do you think it is? Maybe he may he may want to make it up to the fans like his last performance feel like he's got to give them a show or something like that man that I'll tell you what that whole giving them a show thing is great until you lose and they cut you like that's what the UFC is like it's so funny how they they always say like you know if you if you lose an exciting fight we won't cut you but if you win a boring fight we might cut you and then you lose an exciting fight and they still cut you and you win a boring fight and they don't cut you so it's like it's it's just like a little scam they pull to try to get you to you know fight an exciting fight. Then um, that I think I told you the story about. Um, oh my gosh, Paul Bradley took a fight, literally lost thirty pounds in forty eight hours or something crazy. Said he didn't want to take it on short notice because he only had one fight left on his or he only had two fights left on his contract. He was coming off a loss. It's a real bad matchup for me on forty eight hours. Goes out there, gets robbed on a split decision. I mean, like killed the guy and got robbed on a decision. Then they cut him anyway. So he takes a short notice fight, cuts the weight, should have won, got ripped off by the judges, and then gets released from his contract. So it's crazy. I mean, you also, not to mention, you know, you want to put these exciting fights, you're taking years off your life. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, there's no way you, I mean, you could take, you know, 40 fucking wheel kicks in a row and, right. and tell me your chin's gotten better. I mean, no. he's never been knocked down in a fight, and I give him credit. I mean, he's got heart, and uh, he's awesome. And this is a guy that doesn't even like me because I wrote a joke about him, and he, like, got mad. So I, like, took it down. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't even, like, a joke. It was, like, I was calling him a hero. I go, Kevin Holland's a hero for saving 30 people and, you know, basically taking down a robber. And he also got his first takedown. Like, it was something very, like, Weak, and, yeah. he, and he got mad at it. So I took it down. But then he was nice about it. We, we talked a little bit, but uh it was crazy it was it was crazy um so i'll yeah. tell you what would be nice man is if at some point if fighters would unionize because the nfl i mean there's a lot of head trauma too but the thing on fighters there are so many guys who literally are taking years off their life and they're not they're not even making as much as you make working at subway and they're willing to fight for enough money just to be on tv like they don't you know they'll fight for 10 grand just to be on tv it's ridiculous man like it is um uh, it's absolutely ridiculous um like it'd be nice at some point if guys would stand up and demand more money because they really are. A lot of them guys are going to have long-term damage and have nothing to show for it, you know? Well, somebody who's out of the hospital who just joined us, uh, Don Fry, by the way, actually destroyed, killed the sketch. So funny. How are you, Don? All right, good, Burner. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. 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 Uh, huh? How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm moving around now. Uh, my girlfriend Lisa's chased me around the house, you know, sometimes with a broom, sometimes with, uh, you know, the little cow prod, you know, shit. So, um, well, we, we're trying to just get her to stick stuff up your ass, and it won't happen as much now. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get her to go that, but, you know, it, She's not into that kind of silly shit. So I'll just send her over to California. Oh, man. Don, did you watch the fights at all or no? Yeah, I did, actually. I did. 
you know, because we were there filming uh, your thing. So we just stuck around and started watching the fights. Now, what did you think of the Kevin Holland fight? I like, I I thought he showed a lot of heart, but he fought a karate guy in a karate fight versus using his wrestling or, or like grappling. Yeah, I thought it was a stupid, uh, stupid way to fight. You know, I mean, um, that's that's what uh, the late Jeff Blackneck used to say to me. He says, "Why do you fight them?" at their style. I said, well, I want to beat them at their style. And he says, well, if you don't let them get to their style, does that mean you, you beat them that way? You know, you know, yeah. you know, Jeff, I'm not smart enough to figure that one out, but I guess you're right. <laughs> that is a, that is a good thought. I didn't think about that. Now, Don, is that a shirt of you? Yeah. No, it's the great Ronald Reagan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was me. It's a great Ronald Reagan, you know, one of the one of the top uh the five presidents, you know, you you got Ronald Reagan, you you got George Washington. They thought his internet connection was dying. Oh man. Ugh, dude, uh Don, I all right, so we'll just we'll just keep going. Uh so also Ty Tavasa, by the way, Sean got knocked out. This fucking guy, Sergei Pavlovich. Um, is a monster. He's 17 and one. And he just ran through Ty Tavasa. I mean, ran through him, which I don't, I mean, I was kind of happy though. Cause I hate that fucking Chewy. Yeah, uh, that, that got old quick, man. That, that, that gimmick is played out fast. That and that little person, um, what's his name? <laughs> the, the little uh, guy. <laughs> I have too many midget jokes right now. I can't, I can't there's think a of guy, it. There's a guy that like is from Russia who's like who beats up on Henry and all the fighters, and it was like cute at first, kind of. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, now he's like punching people in the face. It's getting to a point where like, <laughs> and like McGregor said he's gonna kick him. He's gonna punt him. Uh, like he's literally making enemies. Like, <laughs> his name's uh i cannot believe i can't remember his name that is the craziest thing ever i know, I know you're talking about though um I, I don't know i everyone finds it really funny but i i'm just maybe i'm not, maybe i'm just feel like i'm missing the joke like i i get it little person funny but it's like <laughs> like i just don't i just don't get it after after ten thousand times it's the same fucking joke okay uh, he's little and he can, and he pretends to beat people up like okay, like this is, and people are like, "Oh, we're giving him an opportunity," and like this. Is, I'm like, "But can we just treat him normal?" I know, like physically, he might not be normal, but I feel like we're we're people are treating him like he's a three year old, and, and putting him on their their laps, and, and like carrying around like a football, and like I, I just don't, I don't get it. I maybe it's me. I, I feel like I just I don't. It was funny. It was I don't. I never even laughed the first time. I just go, "Aha!" I could see why this is funny. And almost now, everything you said could have applied to Brendan Shaw, by the way. Just <laughs> almost every single thing you said. What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting free contests, and live scores and giveaways 
all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events. Bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, you know, people pretend like he's funny. They're humoring him, like they're treating him like a child. Like, oh, good job, buddy. You know, you're you're doing good. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. It, it it's crazy. Hey, Don, I, do any, Don, his name. Don, I don't want to get you to walk around, but is there any other place in your house that I don't get feedback and that the connection is better? <laughs> I don't know if if um if uh, it doesn't get any better, then we'll, we'll start walking around. How's this? Sound? Oh, this is better. Yeah. Also, keep those. Trying out. to find okay. something better. Also, keep the earpods out because, like, every time I talk, I can hear you. I can hear me. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So, did you watch the uh, Ty Tavasa versus Pavlovich fight? No. Oh, fucking no, Pavlovich. I was worn out, so I left before that fight. Yeah, so the only f- this guy Pavlovich, I mean, I watched. I left after Clay after watching Clay. I left after watching Clay Guida win. Yeah, Clay so. won. Yeah, yeah, Clay won. I mean, this guy Pavlovich is his only loss in 2018 to Overeem by knockout. He's he's beat Derek Lewis 50 in 55 seconds. He beat uh, Shamil Abdelakarab. This guy beat Marai Screen. This this dude might be the next champion. He's from Russia. He's just a monster. Fucking monster. Um, Eric Anders finally did, you know, he's the guy that played for Alabama. He did great. Uh, Angela Hill did great. Clay won. Michael Johnson won. Uh, Darren Elkins, by the way, is one of these guys that bleeds, like, during the walk to the octagon. He fucking bleeds the whole fight. Every fight, he either gets the shit beaten out of him and comes back in the third round, or he just gets the shit beaten out of him. This is fucking blood everywhere. Um, and then uh, Nathan Levy. Won. Right, you just say the word fight and he starts bleeding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Nathan Levy won, so go Israel. Uh, he then called out Kanye after the fight. Um, so it was it was, it was, was good. It was a good... Uh, that guy was impressive, man. That's, that's, that's one badass Hebrew, you know? Yeah, we finally got one. That guy's uh, impressive, man. I don't know. When I watch him fight, he gives me the Hebrew jeebies. <laughs> there was one guy. Don, did you fight that one guy? He, he he was from Israel. He had the worst luck in the history of fighting. I think he fought like you, Mark Kerr, and like he was from No, Israel. no, he fought Coleman. He didn't fight me. He fought Coleman. Coleman almost ran him through the fence, you know. God dang. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a sad night for that boy. I'll tell you that. What what was that guy's name? That guy's name was like like uh, it was like very Israeli. Modi Modi Horstein. Yeah, Modi Modi Horstein, right? Yeah, Sean, you ever heard this guy? Yeah, I remember. I it's weird that the uh, the Jews run everything but uh, fighting apparently. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Right. Apparently, they don't run the uh, fight uh, the fight leagues. But oh, uh, yeah, 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 Modi Hort. Yeah, well, I think it's Morty Hornstein, Hornstein, something like that. Yeah, this so, dude, like, you talk about fucking bad luck, man. He had, like, two fights, and I think it was against Coleman, Mo- Modi the Hammer Hornstein, right? 
Can you uh, imagine? Can you imagine? By the way, we're gonna have you fight Coleman and Kerr back to back. That'll be your first two. Oh, he was one and six. One and six, right? His first fight was against Mark Coleman. His second fight was against Mark Kerr. His third fight was against Oleg Tokhtar. <laughs> Golly. Uh, he did beat Pat Smith, which was pretty damn good, but in 26 seconds. But I mean, who, who's your agent? Who was his agent where they're like, we're going to have you fight Coleman, Kerr, Oleg? Like, like could you imagine? Uh, I mean, he. I can imagine getting set up with Mark Hunt for your first UFC fight and being told, whoever had go ahead and sign the contract, whoever your opponent is, will be another first time UFC guy. Because I said, I'm not interested in getting set up to get murdered when they offer the contract. It'll be another first time UFC guy. And then when it comes across, it says Mark Hunt. After I've signed the bout agreement, they then had me sign the fight agreement or whatever or the contract, then I signed the battle agreement, and I, so I hit my agent up, and I said, hey, is that like Mark Hunt from Iowa or something? Like, that's not like the kickboxer, right? Because that's, it, although technically that is his first fight in the UFC, that's not exactly like a first-time UFC guy. He's like, yeah, what if you take him down, though? And I was like, yeah, but what if I don't? So, it'd be Wait, a problem. And you beat him. Beat him in fucking one minute, dude. Yeah, luckily. But then they're like, hey, we got Stephen Struve for you eight weeks later. Like, Cool. Hey, you you were beating him too. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I if I still say there's very few guys that I would say that about, but uh, like if I fought uh, Mark Hunt again, he probably would have beat me nine out of ten times. But if I had not gassed out against Struve, I'd beat him eight or nine out of ten times. Man. I don't like, think you, I, don't, I think you would have got Mark uh, Hunt's head. You seem like you got in his head. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It was weird, man. It's um. Yeah, of all the ones to uh, all the ones to lose to, the best was when I fought Christian Warcraft, and he won't go to the ground with me, uh, like almost at all. But then he stands up with Mitrione and Pat Barry, and I asked him why after both fights. I said, "Why didn't you try to take them down?" Oh, I wanted to beat them at their own game. I was like, "Why didn't you try to beat me at my own game?" You know what I mean, or whatever. Like, why do why do you wait till you fight them to fight them at their own game? You know, like. So uh, Ali Abdulaziz wants Justin Gaethje to put McGregor in a wheelchair. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and rolling around like I don't get like what <laughs> I mean. This is also a sport. I mean, can you imagine like a football player saying that again about another football player or like a, a basketball player or like a, a base? I mean, I as much as like McGregor sometimes is like irritating because you realize how good he is and. I, I don't think there's, there's any fighter I would ever want to see in a wheelchair. There's not any fighter. I don't think there's even a person I want to see in a wheelchair. I mean, you know you... what's crazy is all these guys, like BJ Penn said it, Conor McGregor said it. A lot of people have said, I'm going to literally try to kill this guy. One day that's going to happen. And let's just hope to God that the person didn't say that beforehand. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're Conor McGregor or somebody, you say, I'm literally going to try to kill him and you kill the person, that's going to be, it's going to probably be bad for your career, I would guess. So. By the way, uh, Don, are you following this James Crowell situation? Sean, are you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I know James, so yeah. It's uh, try not to make too many jokes about it, but yeah. I mean, I've been following it. It. Uh, I, I was a little surprised he was so vocal about betting. Like, you bet on fights if you coach. Like, sure. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It's well, I mean, now it's like, fuck, dude. I mean, so I don't know exactly the situation. I don't think anyone really knows. It's just all like hearsay right now. But uh, I don't know, Don, if you can hear me. So this guy was a coach. Uh, he was a great fighter. James Krause, great fighter, also a coach. And he, he runs Glory MMA in uh, Missouri. 
And he also had like gambling picks and he's and he was like boasting that he had like a 90% winning or some like super high winning. Well, one of the fighters he's coaching, Don, can you hear me? Don? Yeah. Yeah, can you can you hear the story? Are you following so far? I could, no, I can't. Okay, yes. so yeah, so one of the guys he's fighting, so he was he was coaching this one guy. I'm, no, I, I got kicked off now. I'm back All right. in. All right, so there's a big situation right now in MMA where this guy, James Krause, who's a hell of a fighter, great coach, seemed like a great guy. I'm friends with him, friendly with him. Sean went to uh, the Middle East with him, um, and they did like a tour. And I remember you saying after he left, like, this guy was like the nicest, coolest guy. Like, you guys were friends for yeah, life. I really liked him, yeah, for luck. So he's coaching one. So he, he, he has like a betting thing. He was giving betting picks. And he was boasting that, like, I won 90% of my bets or 95% of his bets. Well, it turns out one of his guys had a fight. This guy, Derek Miller, and he throws the kick 30 yeah. seconds in. And then he throws, and his leg gives out. Like, he tore an ACL, but didn't actually get kicked. Like, it was like, you could kind of tell his leg was fucked up for the fight. Throws another kick yeah. with the same leg. Leg gives out. Other guy beats the shit out of him, right? Well, it turned out before that fight, the line on the other guy went like from like two to one to fucking 20 to one or something. Like it was very suspicious activity. Well, next thing you know, James Krause, uh, one, this girl that he was coaching, this girl, Megan Anderson, fucking tore him up, said he was having an effect, all this shit, whatever. That's, but whatever. Turns out that they're investigating for gambling. Now he's not allowed to coach anybody and any of his fighters uh, can't, can't even like whatever and now gambling's illegal in ontario canada because of it and like the feds are looking into this and this dude's in like a fucking whirlwind of trouble and uh i, I sean what are your thoughts on this dude i had a uh, somebody tell me one time that was um running illegal gambling sites i won't say who but a fighter i know that was running illegal gambling sites and he was trying to get me in on it not illegal, but online gambling sites. And I was like, dude, are you sure that's you're allowed to do that? Like that seems like like a big deal if you get caught. He says, Who how many people have you ever known that got caught doing that? I'm like, actually a couple. Like I, that's why I don't that's why I'm not a bookie. I know a couple people who gotten in big trouble running yeah. betting sites. You know what I mean? Like big like there was the one guy that had to leave the country. I think he still can't come to the United States. He's hiding out the boat dog guy, you know? I said, yeah. like, that's a big deal, man. And um, he wanted me in on it. And I knew a guy here in Indianapolis, same thing, a guy I used to bet with. He's I mean, he's got like five years in prison, you know? Like, he's the guy that hits me up and says, hey, uh, if anybody hits you for my old number, uh, don't make any bets, uh, this and that or whatever. And I'm like, dude, why in the world would my name, number, anything be in your phone? Don't you have a burner phone? Like, yeah. you don't, like, why in the world would anyone contact me about bets? And I hadn't bet with him in months. Like, I hadn't made a bet. And I said, I didn't know that was your site. I thought, I just asked you who you bet with, because, uh, like, whoever it was wouldn't let me bet. They said, you're a former, you know, like, he, uh, what, what's the big one everybody bets with? I can't remember the DraftKings. Yeah. I tried to sign up for DraftKings bet on fights. They said, you're a pro former pro athlete. We don't let former pro athletes bet. So I hit up this buddy of mine, and I'm like, hey, who do you bet with? Like, you got a, you got a site you use? And it turns out it's his site. He doesn't tell me that. And then he hits me up, you know, months since I've made a bet with him. Hey, if anybody hits you up, it might be the feds. So, uh, you know, be careful. Whatever. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I, what, like, I thought this was a legit site you bet with. You know what, what I mean? Happened to, what do you think happens to James Krause if he gets uh, 
I, I guess it depends on if they can catch him breaking the law. I, I don't know how he'll, I know it would be illegal. I would think to bet against one of your fighters and coach him. I would think, you know what I mean? But I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's illegal to bet for one of your fighters to win, you know, but it's a, uh, it's a slippery slope, man. Cause you know, Pete Rose, they got him, but he always said he never bet against his team. Yeah. But he never did jail time. Pete Rose. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what he's doing. It depends on if he's running. I mean, I don't know. It, the, the thing that surprised me, like I said, is I saw him talk to Ari Helwani about it and saying, oh, yeah, like, I, you know, um, I make all kind of money betting. I make, you know, this and that or whatever. Like, dude, it's like jumping up and down saying, oh, I got a, I got a weed grow in my uh, in my basement. If, you know, you guys want to come check it out. You know what I mean? Like, just, I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't Don, have been bragging Don, about did it. Did you ever know anybody that, like, uh, threw a fight? What? Did you ever know anybody that, that, uh, that uh, threw a fight? Know anybody that what? Threw a fight. No, no, I, I wasn't privy. I wasn't privy to such information. <laughs> nah, shit. When you're when you're getting ready to fight, you know, you're in your own little world. You don't have time to run around and, and check on everybody else to see what the fuck's going on. You know, you, you're worried about yourself. Right. You know, it's like it's like being a woman. You know, you're just so. I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to end. Uh, Sean, what were you saying? Yeah, I, was, I, really, I really wanted to see how that ended. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I had a couple of fights I was involved in that I was pretty sure the other guy threw it when I won. But uh, Really? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I had a couple wins where, you know, there's there a couple of fights that if I would have won, like if I would have beat Soa Pulele, I'd have been like, dang, I wonder who paid him off because – uh, I was told going into that by my agent, by Monty Cox, that I was going to get my ass kicked. Like, that was awesome. He told me ahead of time. Uh, he's better than you at everything and bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, so, good luck. And I'm like, Well, he cool. also got pop. He got popped for Roy's, right? Uh, I don't know if he got popped or not, but I know he went from 290 pounds of lean muscle to about 245 when the UFC started testing and got uh, completely out of fighting after that. So, By the way, uh, Don, do you see the, the guy, the uh, liver king? Sean, any thoughts yeah. on the Liver King? Yeah, I've been, my nephew asked me, I want to say, I don't know, probably six months ago. So if you think there's any way the Liver King isn't taking steroids, I was like, impossible. Like, no way in the world is it possible. Like, that, and that, those guys are so stupid. Like, The Rock gets on there and says he doesn't take steroids. Like, my steroid-free life. Like, dude, how are you getting bigger, stronger, faster as you get older? How is that? How does that, are you reverse aging? You know what I mean? Like, how does that work? It's, they're so full of shit. There's a dude, uh, there's a bodybuilder that's real famous. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. Um, oh gosh, Mike, or, oh, I don't know, but I don't know. He's, but he's obviously roided out to the max. Michael Hearn, I think, or something O'Hearn, 54 years old, the most ripped dude you've ever seen. And he swears he's never touched a steroid. Like, yeah. I'm sure. Well, the Liver King actually became like a celebrity, though. That was it. Like he was going to UFC fights. He was right. So now it's over because, and 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 rightfully so because, I mean, come on, what are we doing here? Uh, he was doing his damnedest, I know, to try to get onto uh, Joe Rogan's uh, uh, podcast, and Rogan was like not buying his bullshit, saying, "Dude, there is no way you can look like that." I mean, I'm sure it helps that he's like five foot one. Like the dude's tiny. If you actually see him, like next to yeah. next to somebody who's but still, there's no dude. You can't get that vascularity. You don't. I don't care how many livers you eat. It's the same thing with Overeem and his horse meat. Give me some of that horse meat, then. If there's if there was such a thing like that, 
people like everyone would be taking it in Hollywood. You know what I mean? If something, if there was something that did that to you, you know, like it's a. By the way, I don't, I, I, I don't I don't know, know guys. I, I fucking hate. I, I'm on testosterone. I, I, I you know, I'm on tea. Uh, I started taking it like when I was 43 because I'm on you know the antidepressants I took would lower my lower my testosterone to a level and then yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, I got to put needles on my butt every, it's fucking, right. it sucks. I don't, how did you do that? Uh, Dude, I've been giving myself shots for 20 years now, close to it. It's, it's I usually go on my shoulder because uh, you can kind of go at a 45 degree angle and you don't build up the scar tissue, but uh, it's no fun, man, for sure. I know uh, I used to have a nurse I lived close to and she would do it for me and I would do it once a week, but um, it's, uh, I've got scar tissue all over me. I'm sure it's not going to be. Eventually, I'm going to run out of spots. You know what I mean? Like where you do it. But it's, uh, yeah, I got, I got to take a shot every week, man. And it's uh, it's hard to, uh, giving it yourself is no fun. It, it sucks. So, no, especially no, if you hit a vein. I've, I've hit veins before and pull it out and it just starts spraying all over the place like blood does. It's Oh, and then my daughter's like, Daddy, what are you doing in there? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom, honey. I'm like, it's, it's fucking beyond embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I have noticed the difference. Oh, no, it's a ten man. There is a really. How many more grades are in a week? Uh, point six. Oh, so you're taking like the siphonate, like two hundred milligram then? Uh, yeah, the point six is the testosterone. It's like very little. I mean, the, I get it up to like. I mean, do you know the, the dosage of what it, what it actually is? Is it testosterone siphonate or? Uh, I don't know. I know that like they took my they took my test and said I was at like a two hundred. Or I was like low, according to the yeah, that's really low. So the, they, the lowest or the highest I've ever tested, I tested dude when I was taking six hundred milligrams a week, which would be basically probably five or six times what you're taking. Yeah. Uh, the highest I ever tested at was five hundred, which is still low. You know, wow. and, uh, my body just does not produce any testosterone. It's a it's a weird uh, weird thing. So, Don, where are you heading to? What's the, I'm trying to find a spot, man. Out here to uh, talk to you. But by the way, uh, you just know, so you know, so, I keep bumped off. so so we have so in in like the sketch that you're in. So we 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 had a doctor suit delivered to Don, right? And Don, right. so he, of course Don calls up and he's like, "This fucking thing never came. This is some bullshit." So then the guy goes, "I'm looking at a picture of the package in front of your house." <laughs> <laughs> Dog, where was it? Yeah, they said it's on the block wall. There's two block walls, you know. So of course I drive by the one. Dog's mail delivery is as bad as his internet. Like even <laughs> even his mail can't get there correctly. Like son of a bitch. Dude, dude literally, that you telling the guy that he looks like a valedictorian at a gay website. He he was laughing all fucking day, texting me about that. Like. Where do you come up with this shit? Was that a line you said before, or you just made that up? No, it, just, it really looked like it. Man. <laughs> uh, well, it well like, why are you on gay websites that you know what? How, how is anyone even a valedictorian? Like, there's like you don't you get? No, no. Actually, I said he looked like the valedictorian of a gay junior high school. Oh, because <laughs> he, he looks real young, you know. <laughs> There are gay junior high schools. <laughs> I don't know. You're the one from California. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sure there is now. You know, <laughs> all the goofy shit going on. 
You're the valedictorian of a gay. So like I said, so meanwhile, so a couple of people I like texted and I said, hey, you know, Don Fry's in the hospital. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Uh, it would probably make his day. A couple of people said you were mad at them. Uh, and they're like, no, Don hates me. Uh, and I, I go, no, I'm sure he doesn't hate you. And then uh, one person, uh, Chael, said he texted you. He said he said you were mad at him about something from like 10 years ago. And then he, he goes, I'm going to be the bigger person and text Don. So he goes, hey, Don, hope you're feeling better. You go, is this Chanel? So... <laughs> First, you called him Chanel, and you go, you go. Which Chanel is this? I know two of them. Are you uh, the dumb one or the black one? So, so, <laughs> so the, the guy says, "I hope you feel better." And right away, you call him a Chanel, and then he's dumb. <laughs> well, hell, if if I'm mad at him, why would he call me? I mean, no, I love, I love Chanel. I love Chanel. I, I, I am not mad at Chanel for anything. Oh, I think Chael's great. Oh, because he thought you were mad at him. And then, no. and then and then Hendo thinks you're mad at him too. Hendo? Are you crazy? I've been trying to get but trying to get Hendo on my damn podcast for over a year. He says you're <laughs> mad. He, he he texted me a YouTube clip of you making fun of him or saying he's an asshole or something. Oh, oh, Hendo. Oh, I thought you said Hendo. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love Hansel Gracie. I love no, 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 Dan, no. Dan, Dan Henderson says that you don't like him. No, I, oh, no, that's not true. I called him an asshole. And that in my, in the fight world, that's a compliment, man. Because if you're not a fucking fight, you're not an asshole. You're not going to be a good fighter, you know? Uh, but you got to be the asshole in the ring, not outside, uh, you know, when it comes to dealing with all the fans and everything, you got to know where to do it. And, you know, people are, people, you got, you got to treat your fans perfect. I mean, because they're the ones that put the fucking food on your table. Well, I, well, I love, I love you and I love Dan Henderson. So hopefully you guys can. Then, but up. Henderson, you got to be an asshole in the ring. That's all there is to it. You can't, you can't shake hands and hug each other and wiggle butts and all that bullshit. Well, just so you know, everybody that I texted, uh, for the most part, said that you inspire them to fight that you're a living legend and they they were beyond like like happy to reach out to you uh although it was funny uh sean so andrea lee right goes i don't think he'll remember me i only met him once or twice but i'll, I'll text him I'm like all right yeah this dumb blonde saying i won't remember her way to go so then so then <laughs> she, she texts him a picture and she goes i met you one time uh, you were so nice just want to say i'm a huge fan and she picked up the picture of her and dan severn <laughs> yeah that's how that's how genius this girl is yeah <laughs> dude I, I was fucking dying laughing she's like you think he's mad at me i'm like no he probably thinks it's funny to be honest so uh yeah better than if it'd been like freddie mercury or something like someone else with a with a mustache that she got confused with that's uh yeah you could be you could be worse things than dan severin confused for worse right things absolutely that's a compliment. That's a compliment in my book, you know. I'll do a lot of your fights are coming up on my TikTok feed, and uh, the videos of you and Dan Severn walking to the ring together is so fucking badass, dude. Uh, especially the one where it was your second fight, and it was like his first fight lasted only ten seconds. So, uh, well, what was that for? You just hit the guy and he went down. 
Yeah, yeah, it was eight seconds. <laughs> I had to walk, you know, we had to walk across the ring in the cage, you know. Was that surprising that it was eight seconds? Yeah, what happened, uh, you know, I yield lumber. I went lumbering out there, and the guy hit me in the nose and cracked my nose right away. I go, wake up, Fry, you're in a fight, you know. <laughs> and then so I ducked a couple and I hit him with a short right. Oh, fuck, dude. And then then I watched uh, one of the fights, the guy, you said he was 250-0 and 0 when he fought you? Yeah, that was um Amari Batesh. He's 150. 150-0. and 0. No, I'm sorry, 150-1 and 1 because he lost one fight because he was, he's in the finals of a tournament and he'd already beat the guy, so they started celebrating. They started drinking champagne before the fight. <laughs> so he went out there and got beat. Dude, they stopped that fight. Holy shit, Sean. You know, Don's got him. The guy's like kind of turtled up. And Don was just kneeing the fucking guy. Like, your knee went all the way back. And you were, they just, they stopped the fight because of knees. Like, they didn't. I was pulling, pulling, pulling the Ric Flair. You know, had my, yeah. had my, <laughs> had my legs up on the cage and whacking down on the, yeah, you can see his whole, you can see his whole spine vibrate. You know, it's pretty nasty. Dude, and oh. um, Cal, Cal Worsham, Cal fought before me and got a punctured lug, you know. And so he was in the ICU. And Marty Pitesh was in ICU for like 10 days. And he had tubes coming out of his uh, skull to relieve the depressor from his brain. I mean, that guy's tougher. That guy's tougher than nails. Crazy, oh, man. man. That those were th those fights were crazy. That somebody's on TikTok and he and he has every single UFC fight and he puts them on and he had and it, I don't know where this guy found them and he has all the ones that didn't even air like the uh, the alternate fights and it's always one guy that's like I was nine hundred no in street fights and he's like doing karate yeah. chops in his fucking backyard or something and then he just goes yeah. out there and gets fucking murdered in like nineteen seconds. <laughs> Usually the guys that had nice round numbers on their street fights usually didn't uh, didn't do too well in UFC. It seems like uh dude, this yeah. guy I guys this guy's this guy's TikTok is hilarious. Everyone everyone is like, dude, he goes, I have the fucking I have a deadly force in Kong Pong Po where if I hit you like this, you're gets lights out, but and none of it ever works. <laughs> like literally, none of these guys' fucking fighting systems work. Uh no, and when you fight somebody who knows what they're doing. None of this fucking bullshit works. You're absolutely correct. Oh. You know, it's if you're fighting some zero who uh, has never gotten a fight in his life and had too many drinks. Well, yeah, you're going to knock him on his ass. But I, I I hate to say it, Sean and Don, but those fights are more entertaining on this tick than the ones now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because I also never heard of these guys and like, but holy fuck, like the no way classes, the headbutts, the. The, the the backstories of the guy training in his backyard chopping wood and just getting the shit being out of him like it, it's dude I, I've always said I would rather watch two guys who can't fight to save their lives fight each other than two guys that are really good because sometimes two guys who are really good can negate each other but two guys that have no clue what they're doing like they're the, the most amazing things can happen like you never know what's coming you know what I mean like they can throw a, a spinning back kick that isn't even really like it. there was a guy named uh, he was 0-17. Um, he was kind of got a little bit famous here locally for, like, never winning. But uh, 
he had a I'll, I'll send you a video of it later he had a kick where he came out and threw a kick on the glove touch because my brother was the promoter and he gave me an extra hundred bucks to try to kick a guy on the glove touch because he knew there's no way he would land it but he just kicks miss he kicks and misses his hand and everything and then curls up and falls down and the guy just starts hitting him and beats him up or whatever and everybody starts booing but it was uh scott blevins was his name like he was he was notorious man for uh his videos are unbelievable, but he was 0-17. They finally quit letting him fight because um, his fights were lasting like 10 seconds. It's fucking crazy. Uh, UFC this week, real quick. Um, obviously, the main event got canceled, uh, the Glover Teixeira. Uh, Sean, after that fight, is that when you changed the name to Sean? <laughs> yeah. I, think I, I started so when I stopped going for my Blevins. I started switched to Sean McCorkle. Sean. <laughs> uh, Jan Blakovich versus Ankalaev. Who do we like, Sean? Yeah, and I'm gonna go with Jan, man. I don't know. I'm su really surprised Glover didn't take that fight, man. That is very strange to me at his age that he would pass up a title shot. That's really, really strange. But uh, maybe he thought he had more. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he thought he had more juice than he had. I don't know. Um, Don. I'm going with Jan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jan's. I like him. You know, I'm I think going Uncle I have, This guy, yeah. Uncle Iev, is 18 and one. His only loss was against against Paul Craig, where he 10-8, 10-8, and then lost with one second left to a triangle. Uh, this dude's a monster. Um, he just doesn't speak English, and he's from, you know, Dagestan, and nobody knows him because of that. Uh, but he's oh, I didn't know he's from Dagestan. I'll take him then. <laughs> Anybody from Dagestan, I bet on. Uh, Patty Pimlet. I would, but uh, since Sean's betting on him, I'm going to with Sean. <laughs> that's the truth we're gonna hit james Krause up and see who he's going with uh and then again bryce mitchell is fighting uh don you would love this guy you know bryce mitchell right he's the guy from um i think he's from arkansas donated half his money to sick kids but he also like uh oh yeah huge he's a huge he's yeah a huge he's, he's, guy. he's gold man i love that guy uh big flat earther uh he wants to debate joe rogan uh he trains like in his fucking backyard he's got 87 guns in case anyone wants to take over his streets so, like he's just a, a a madman um but he's fighting a guy who's 12 and 0 uh from hey, anyone decides to take over and he has 86 friends over because how many guns are you going to shoot at once i've never understood guys love 30 guns i'm like dude how about one gun and 30 clips like it makes a little more sense to me but <laughs> They're like he's like they're not taking away my guns. Like nobody's going to like Arkansas to take away your guns, dude. It's not. They're probably going to start with New York first and California. I don't think they're going away. Where this guy? Um, oh, hell, they'll give them away there. They don't take them. They'll yeah. give them away. Uh, also on this card, uh, Jared Gordon. He's the guy that like overdosed like nineteen times uh, from heroin, uh, but made it out. All right. Uh, he's fighting Par Patty Pimlet. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a streak of good luck you want to brag about, right? Yeah. He's like, "What's your record? Nineteen and zero against heroin overdoses." All right, well, that's our podcast today, Sean. You got to leave at two o'clock. Uh, uh, Don, you're the best. Uh, you look great. Uh, I'm so happy you're out of the hospital, man. You fucking look great. You got a haircut. Uh, mustache is looking great. So happy for you. Uh, Sean, any, anything you want to promote? Uh, no, other than don't break in my house while I'm out of town because I will have someone here with a gun waiting. Not 86 guns, but there will be at least one. So, 
Uh, and then you, Don? Yeah, I'm going to have a half-toothless guy from Arkansas guard my house this week um, while I go back to the hospital for more tests. So, you know, you, you feel, uh, feel froggy come jump on over. <laughs> You're the best. I'll see you guys later, and uh, have a good week, guys. Take care. Yeah.